Hello, everybody. I missed a couple weeks of Tuesday Funnies. I got back from uh, Florida, like, what was it, June 10th? So whatever happened, when I left for Florida and came back, my sales had been so deflated about this podcast. It's like crazy, right? Mm -hmm. What happened? I don't know. I, we talked, I think it was that Drew Manning podcast. Mm -hmm. I think I had my expectations yeah. like, he's got 250,000 followers, so he'll share it. And then I'll finally have that following I've longed for. And then like eight people listened. <laughs> <laughs> my phone threw tomatoes at me. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's rude. Mm. You know? Mm. So I think it was the first moment where I was like, oh, this is impossible. <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. so I'm back. <laughs> I'm finding my way back, everybody. But... uh Hopefully you enjoy this one. I say a word I'm not supposed to. It starts with an R. It ends with an E-tard. So I'm sorry that I, I did that. But it's all in good humor. I did stand up like my very first time like two years ago. And I the first thing I said, first off, I convinced these girls that I was a famous stand-up comedian and that I was the closer for the evening. <laughs> this is my first time doing stand-up. And it was at a place called the Dab Lounge. And I tried one of the jokes that I try to, when I, I'll do it on here. It's the retard one. But I basically just say, um, when I got up to the microphone, I said, the only reason I'm here is because somebody told me I could have a microphone, say whatever I wanted, and I wouldn't get in trouble. And I was like, so, do you know when I found out my kid was retarded? Just for like that shock. So just take it in good humor. Don't copy me saying, like, the word 15 times and make a viral YouTube video. If you can't handle it, maybe this isn't the bright spot for you. Thanks, guys. Love you. Experience true vulnerability, how to overcome trials. You will laugh, cry, and experience everything in between. Welcome to the King of Corona. Have you ever done something for your girlfriend <laughs> and it's like all the goodness that you put into it is overseen by the small little detail? So we created this foundation called the Kelty Foundation Inc. where we're going to help domestic violence, victims of domestic violence. So we went to the bank. We spent two hours there creating like the bank account then I set up a Venmo and I spelled it Kelty with a capital K foundation I put a, a little lowercase f and then ink I put a little lowercase i and I was like hey look you can share this we can finally make payments and they won't let us change it and Kelsey's like well this is like my pet peeve like the small f and the small i like I just hate it I'm like there's a foundation created to where you can actually get money and help people now. And like, all you can think about is this little I and this little fucking F. Just like, this wasn't gonna work for me. <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna tell you about how I know and when I found out that my son was retarded. I know you're not supposed to say this word anymore, but... 
This is how I knew my son was retarded. So, we're watching this movie. It's called Hidden Figures. And there's these three, like, genius NASA ladies. And it's during the times when, like, there's segregation, racism. So these women are African-American. And they're geniuses. And so they get in charge. They get put in charge of coming up with the formulas to get these astronauts into outer space to be able to cycle around the world and then drop out of the sky into like a specific location in the ocean. So basically like they have these formulas on the walls where it's like a 10 by 10 foot wall and they have like A equals Y over B X squared to the 10th. And I'm like, and it goes on for 10 feet across and 10 feet down written in like really small writing. And they do it right. And these ladies actually figure out how to get this thing to drop out of space exactly where they pinpointed in the ocean with the speed and the gravity pull and the blah, 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 blah. And so, like, just so much that they had to think of to come up with this. And then my son looks at me. And this is probably, like, when he's five, six, maybe six. And he looks at me and he says, Dad, do you think I could do that? And that is when I knew my son was retarded. It's like, son... I don't know what that one, like, the little number above the other number means. Like, square roots, that's, like, too far advanced for me. So for you to ask me, like, come on. All right, so Kelsey and I are watching this really good show right now. It's called The Animal Kingdom. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. We were asking for recommendations. And we got this show highly recommended to us. And let me just say, it's a, it's entertaining. It's like kind of Sons of Anarchy meets like the Flintstones or something. <laughs> it's like uh, you got, I'm just thinking about the person that wrote this show. Because you have, there's just one brain that comes up with the idea for these shows. So it's like. You watch like a Game of Thrones or you watch like Sons of Anarchy or Breaking Bad. And there's these like super elaborate thought processes behind like all the characters and their backstories and like what got them to where they are. <laughs> so Animal Kingdom, <clears throat> it's like uh, – I was just thinking about this writer. He's probably like a Californian. And he's like, hey guys, I got this great idea. Um, everybody loves the ocean and everybody loves surfers and everybody loves hot dudes. So what if we got four surfer hot dude brothers that worked for their gangster mom and they did cool illegal jobs to make money? And somebody was like, that's the best idea I have ever heard. Let's get this thing made. It's like the plot is so simple, but then they got a TV show matter. This I'm just wondering, like, who do you have to have the in with 
to be able to pitch ideas to get a whole successful TV show made. Because some of these ideas, it seems like I could have my five-year-old, my nine-year-old, and my 12-year-old just start writing ideas and like be better than maybe most of TV shows that are out there right now. Hey, Kels. Would, <laughs> would your mom be offended at all if I talked about the story of you in high school? Where she jumped in between you? Jumped in the bed? No, she'll know exactly where it was. But she won't care, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm wondering. <laughs> I don't think she will. Should I not tell it? No, just do it. She'll laugh. She'll know exactly where it was. <laughs> All right, so we were talking about, like, us in high school. And, like, we have way different upbringings. Like, Kelsey grew up in a town of, like, 2,000 people with, like, there's bars on every single corner. So most of the people in this town make their living like in bars and there's a lot of like going out and having fun. So I grew up like opposite, like Mormon, but you can't go into bars. Bars are forbidden. She grew up in bars. <laughs> so you have these two worlds like colliding where it's like, what the fuck? Like that's how you were raised type thing. But you kind of had a, you have like an understanding for each other because this is a big giant world and people are raised differently. Anyway, so Kelsey was saying that one time she was like upstairs. Her bedroom was like upstairs and she was up there in bed with her boyfriend at the time. And her mom just runs off the stairs, jumps in bed and goes, hey, you guys, what are you talking about here? And I was like, what? This is like real life? Like... If this happened in my household, it would be like you're grounded for the rest of forever. Like I would seriously, if I had a girl spend the night in high school and I was on the second floor, I would have taken her and thrown her off the top of the house to avoid what the punishment would have been for me. It was so funny, though. Is that like, but that was like just normal, right? Yeah. Like for everybody's like parents and stuff. Like that town kind of was just like. But it's like almost because there's 2,000 people. So it's almost like this family. Like you're a big family. It's like a weird ass fucking grow weird. <laughs> it's like this weird family where it's kind of hard to draw the line sometimes with stuff. Don't you think? Because everybody's like everything. It's like, so this is like one of my uncles. He was the mayor in this town, like this little teeny town. So he was the mayor, the bus driver. He like owned a hotel. He was a science teacher and a gym teacher. And I was like, so like, you know, everybody like on a really, real, yeah. So it's like everybody in that town just like has this like family feel type thing. But then you're like, they probably forget at times that you guys still want to fuck. And like, so uh, this is the joke. So I was saying, cause Kelsey was like, yeah, my mom would just say like, it's better here than somewhere else type thing. And I've heard parents say that about drinking and stuff. And I was like, I think she mixed that up with the drinking <laughs> saying, like, better here than elsewhere. It's like, but the underage sex stuff, that's still like pregnancy and STDs. And I don't think it's better here nor there. It's just not good there or anywhere. 
The drinking, probably better at your house because then they don't drive. Yeah. But the sex here or there, those, con <laughs> those consequences live on. <laughs> All right, so have you ever gotten so stoned before where <laughs> you catch yourself being stoned <laughs> while you're stoned? So I was talking to Kelsey, who there's two stories here. Remember the second one, okay? My friend mm -hmm. had to stop himself. Mm -hmm. But we were getting Panera Bread soup bowls. And <laughs> Kelsey was like, I dare you to go to the door. And when they answer the door, what did you say originally? <laughs> she was too offensive, so we couldn't do it. But she said, yo. in the air Flopping. like <laughs> flopping back and forth thank you thank you but instead <laughs> you decided instead, to be a freaking I, I opened the door and we're like this <laughs> <laughs> a duck so for the last like <laughs> 10 minutes I've just been talking like a duck <laughs> I was wondering how long I could go, like, communicating as a duck. <laughs> but then I was talking, because I, <laughs> I was acting like a duck for so long. Kelsey goes, wow, I started. It's true. She says, wow, I've been over here eating this bread forever. <laughs> And I look over, and you're still quacking like a duck over here. And then it reminded me, one time I got super stony baloney with one of my buddies. And we were sitting inside, and he was just talking and talking. I remember looking at him like, what is this guy talking about? He stops and he says, how long have I been talking? <laughs> like a very long time. Very, very long. Is that so funny though? He catches himself and in his subconscious, like in his brain, he's like, that voice has been going on for a long time. Is that my voice? <laughs> then he's like, holy shit. How long have I been talking? <laughs> The best. That's, really That's all. Goodbye. <laughs>